Hi everyone, my name is Tiza. And my name is Tequila. And welcome to Tiza and Tequila Talk. So, how have you been doing, Tequila? I'm on top of the world, Tiza. How are you? Even though it's raining outside, it's very miserable, doom and gloom. I'm great. I'm just taking it one step at a time. It's a stressful time for everyone, but we're going to keep it pushing and... Try to stay positive. Staying positive. Do you know someone... We went town as well, didn't we? We went yeah. to town. Yeah, we went to town. We they went shopping. They had stickers everywhere. They had those... Uh, screen protector, the screen protectors is that we call them, the glass thing that they protect you from the oh yeah customer yeah like there. the barriers between yeah. you and the, um, the one, yeah. customer service system. But it's just crazy. It's like a game. Don't you think we're living in a simulation? Yeah, it is. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> but yeah, we um we went shopping, which was really nice, and I you got didn't some buy anything. Stuff. I bought loads. I bought oh, loads I of bought creams. And she bought loads of dresses. I got loads of creams from M and S. And it was sponsored by, I mean, was, we need to be sponsored by them now. <laughs> but yeah, we got loads of creams and um, some shots. But yeah, it's just, um, we're taking it one step at a time. I wanted to say that someone commented on my TikTok, Tizza Talks. Saying what? <laughs> Saying that I've got a really soothing voice. Oh, um, yeah, no, I was like dying with laughter. Why? I think I do. How is your voice so soothing? <laughs> My voice does not sound like an old man. <laughs> That's so rude. My... <laughs> That's rude. I sound like a fresh, young 21-year-old. Keep telling yourself that. That I am. My voice used to be really high, you guys. Yeah, or it... highly pitched, in it? It was. Um... Hello. That's how you used to talk, didn't it? Then was it that deep? My voice dropped. Like, that beat dropped. And, yeah, it's one of my assets um but yeah shall we get started oh yes we shall so jyoti singh was born in 1989 in uttar pradesh which is in india jyoti's parents are called badrinath singh and asha devi her family relocated to delhi after her father got a job at an airport she had two brothers and a fierce worth ethic that none of us can even contemplate like i cannot contemplate her kind of fierce work ethic where she was a med student okay so imagine you're a medical student your time is pretty much taken from that but she also worked two jobs and she said that she barely slept four hours a night due to the intense rigorous timetable she was super super motivated to get their family out of the tough times that they found themselves in in india there is quite a solidified class system in which if you are poor, it is really hard to escape them kind of barriers. Jyoti asked her super progressive parents to use the little money that they had set aside saving for her marriage to be used for her education. Her parents had a forward mentality and not backwards like most traditional parents. She went to study in Dehradun. After finishing her studies, she moved back to Delhi with her family in 2012. She could speak fluent English and worked in an international call centre. She wanted to build a hospital in her village. She had a very good work ethic and she was very driven to succeed. She had big, high ambitions and wanted to do well for herself. Yeah, like she really had that mentality where it's really, it's commonplace in India right now where women, because they've got a lot more access to an education system and that's coming through and they've got a lot more opportunities to succeed and she really took that and she went full throttle and she was... She said, okay, I'm going to, even though the position in my life, it, it's laid out for me to be 
poor. I'm going to work so, so, so hard. She went to escape poverty, didn't she? Yeah, you, yeah, it is so sad. Like, we watched the documentary where we researched called India's Daughter. And it was so sad because you could see in her parents' eyes, you could see that they were so proud of her. Because they were the type of parents, they sacrificed everything for their children to give them a better have life. have a good education and a better life. They sold, they sold so much. So, like, they lived in a small house down in somewhere called Mahavir Enclave 2. It was the southwest of the city and it was a really poor area of slum dwellings. I don't know if you guys have seen what the slums are like in India, but they've got the everyone is really tightly packed together and it's really, really kind of um what do you call it? Like quite um enclosed places. I was looking for like broken down, they're not nice, like in a hotel. They're they they're like No luxury basically. Yeah, they're like literally opposite hotels where billionaires stay and then you've got the wealth divide in india is insane capitalism isn't it they've got a, they're, they're a larger economy did you know that they're a larger economy than the uk they mm-hmm. overtook the uk i didn't know that so they overtook us in economic standards and they still have such an extreme poverty they have kids that can't, don't eat they've got kids that um there's a lack of education because of the small amount of people that are taking all of the wealth, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Billionaires. They've got loads of billionaires, but then they've also got millions. All that, because on actresses you see on TV. Yeah, you see them on TV and it's but just you like... you don't see the poor side of things, do you? Jyoti's um, dad, he worked in an airport, as we said, and he was working double shifts. Like, literally, their work ethic in India and these... Indiv- they are, it's, They're really hard working and they've got very digital personalities yeah it's very very hard working and he worked double shifts to pay the bills that they had her friend Amrindriya Pandey described Jyoti as a normal girl she liked clothes fashionable clothes would really like shoes she had a kind heart and was very ambitious that's the way her friend described her and she wanted to be a doctor that was her ambition she actually remember in the documentary where she said she said to her mom like mom i'm gonna be a doctor you're never gonna have to worry about anything i'm gonna look after you and her parents they loved her so much and they supported her so much and for this really tragic incident to happen just i don't know how they managed to pick themselves up after that they were absolutely distraught Mm -hmm. on the day of her murder medical student jyoti singh 23 arranged to meet Avindra Pandey, her friend, which was a male. They went to go see the movie Life of Pi. They arranged to meet at the shopping centre. They left around 8pm, got into a taxi, but they didn't drop them directly to the house. They just left them stranded somewhere. So the, the driver refused to take them the whole way and dropped them in the middle of nowhere. Stranded, they decided to take a bus back to their home. But the auto that they got left them near a bus stop. A boy kept insisting they get on the bus at 8.30pm on December 16, 2012. He was quite reluctant to get on the bus at first, but then eventually because a guy kept saying, get on the bus, get on the bus, get on the bus, they did get on the oh, bus. Oh, okay, so Avindra was the one who was like, maybe we shouldn't get on, get on this the bus. bus yeah, and... he said, maybe we don't want to get on it. Because he saw a few males on it, there were too many males on it. And yeah, it was a bit, looked very suspicious. Mm-hmm. But uh, do you know what, in India... So their bus system is not like ours in England where we have only a specific amount of buses and bus stops and allocated signs. In India, what they have is these private companies 
which can just get a random bus and they can drive around picking people up. Yeah. This is obviously leaves so many people vulnerable to being victims of theft and stuff like that. Abuse, because yeah. predators can easily pick people up because they've got a bus and they look legit, but they're clearly not. So when Avindra, he got on the bus, they asked him what he's doing. The boys on the bus were like, what are you doing late at night with a girl? And he responded, none of your business. So this is one of the very, very big stereotypes in South Asian individuals. If you're a boy and you cannot have a relationship with a girl without it turning sexual in a sense. So that's what this stereotype is. And even the lawyer, what did he say, Keela? About remember what he said if um, he said if his daughter or cousin was in a relationship or having a marital affair or something, he would put peril all over him. He said he that if his daughter lines. was out with the boy, uh, they were literally out at nine o'clock at night. The sun is barely gone down then if it's summer, so or any time anyway. Nine o'clock is not late at all around that time. So he said if a, his uh, cousin, whatever yeah, his female relatives were, well, if she was out with the boy that late at night, he would put petrol on her and burn her in front of the whole family. Excuse me, like oh, that's, that's absolutely disgusting. It, do you know when we saw that it, it made just, our blood boil because he's meant to be a lawyer, he's an educated lawyer. It just goes to show that even if you have a great education, your mentality, if it's backward, it's, it's not messed up. It's really sad i think it's just really sad so when they said the boys on the bus said that they're going to teach him in their lesson they locked the doors switched the light off punched avindra in the face they kept beating him up. and they started beating him i think he hid behind some seats in the bus then he like straddling to some behind some seats and jyoti she was really panicking she was like trying to call for help on her phone they then took both of their phones and, and their wallets Avindra tried to break a window, but obviously it's a bus, it's really hard to break a window. He was laying on the floor, bleeding. He was severely, severely injured. Avindra lay barely conscious on the floor. What happened to Jyoti Singh over the best part of an hour physically sickens me. The men took it in turns to rape her and beat her up with an iron rod. They even used an iron bat on her. They beat Advindra and then threw the couple out half naked into the night. The police found them by the side of the road at about 11pm. It was clear that Jyoti had suffered catastrophic injuries. Catastrophic. Catastrophic injuries. <laughs> but, oh my God, this is actually horrifying. Do you know, the when we watched the extent of her injuries, when we listened to the details, it just sickened you to your core. The way they dragged her at the back of the bus they and dragged... all took turns yeah. to gang rape her. I don't, I don't even know how one can even contemplate doing something like this. They dragged Jyoti to the back of her bu- the bus, beating her, and they impaled her with a rod. The, it, it went so far inside, it ruined the, her internal organs. Her intestines were left outside of her body. That's how much they damaged her. This was just supposed to be a relaxing night out. She's worked so hard. She just wanted to watch a movie with a mate. They assumed that she was dead and threw her in a ditch. They tried reversing the bus onto both of them. And Avindra just was pulled away Jyoti just in time. The thing is that also the reason why they were so horrifically abusive to her as well was because she fought back 
she was like, I am not taking this. She was kicking and screaming and yelling. And even one of the abusers was like, if she didn't fight as much, we wouldn't have done as much, which is the essence of victim blaming. She was in that moment. She did not want to lie there still. And when she fought back, they, they took it as it was a really big hit to their ego. And it's horrifying that they're even contemplating doing them things to another human being. Don't you think it's just so tragic? It's disgusting and monstrous behaviour. They were li laying on the floor naked without clothes for a long period of time. This is um, Jodhi and her friend. He tried to get help, but laying half dead on the road naked, no one came to help until one gentleman did. There was a hotel quite opposite and he got some bed sheets to wrap up it, with all the blood that was on the floor. They waited for the police. The men agreed not to tell anyone. There was blood everywhere, on the seats, on their clothes. They went home like nothing happened. On the night of the incident, they had consumed a lot of alcohol and started partying. They all shared the same mentality, that girls in the society were not allowed to step outside at night with a male. It's worse in deprived backgrounds as there are widely held beliefs that girls who go out are not good girls, but westernised and sexually permissive, can't even speak. They simply saw her the object to do whatever they wanted. Jyoti's condition deteriorated. When she was lying on the street, uh, when the police officer had gone to get her, she was adamant. She just wanted to tell the police everything that happened. They wanted, she wanted them to be caught. She wanted the perpetrators to be caught. She was bleeding a lot from all her organs. She had multiple injuries on her lips, her face, and bite marks all over her body. Her statement gave a very, very detailed account of what happened. She was in excruciating pain. But the one thing that she was so strong, she never cried. Like she, she just was adamant to get justice. She just wanted, and yeah, she died. And then ultimately she did. Um, while she was in hospital, they had tried to take her to Singapore, I think. Was it Singapore? Yeah, yeah a hospital in Singapore. Yeah. Um, but the doctors said, there's nothing we can do. There was this surgeon that was qualified for over 20 years. And the surgeon was like, I have no idea what to do. He was like, she, she's just on, she's just running out of time and she there was even a miracle that she was even alive for them that she days, survived the attack that she even survived um on her deathbed her mother had she was saying her mom was there and she just kept saying to her mom i'm, I'm sorry. sorry i'm sorry that i put you through this and yeah it's just awful and then she ultimately died on the 29th of december 2012. they used dental forensics to match the culprits from her bite marks 17th of December 2012, after her rape, there were protests from university, from university students. Yeah, they're really organising there. They're, it was like a spark, that little bonfire. It was, it like, was like a global. It was literally, all over India, there was this massive protest. and yeah, it Because was, it was so gruesome and monstrous. Especially because there were so many young girls that had gained some freedom. And for them, for this to happen, it was like they were going back and they just wanted to move forward they want they didn't want her death to be in vain jyoti singh was actually because they were she was unnamed in um the newspaper outlets and stuff they named her nirbhaya yeah, which means fearless but then it was a mom 
that said that you can use her actual name. Yeah. They needed the parents' permission to use her real name. Yeah. It reunited all the women and as they felt the pain, understandably. They wanted real change. There's a range of incidents where women are treated unjustly. They get raped and beaten, but they never get any justice for it. They always blame the female. Victim blaming. Yeah, they blame the female that it's her fault. Why did she dress like that? Why is she going out at this time? Yeah, it's just really sad. Everybody was just uh, demanding justice and accountability. The there were protests. There was if you see them, it's like a sea of people that were protesting, and they had actually um, the police were met them with a lot of retaliation, in which they were hosed down the thingy and was that smoky thing that they kept throwing smoke grenades? Yeah, yeah, stun flash stun grenades. They were they were doing everything to stop them from protesting, and they thought that physical retaliation would stop them. But then they realised that this is not going to happen because there was a month long of protesting. They were protesting every single day. For is it two months? Did it go on? Two, it was months. months. It was definitely longer than a month. Far, yeah. I had a I month. Think two, three months. It went yeah, definitely longer. So one of the rapists was named was Mukesh. He was twenty eight years of age. He actually said a decent girl would not be out after nine pm, which is what we just said about victim blaming. How pathetic. She said the he said that the girl is much more responsible for the rape. He said girls are for cooking and cleaning, not to go bars or clubs. They went to the cinema, like how they that's irrelevant where you are, but it's just it makes us really angry because this mentality is so backwards and I can't deal with it. It's literally it makes your blood boil. So I'm gonna teach her a lesson, so I'm gonna rape her. Oh, what if that was your sister? What if that was your mother? It doesn't even matter if it's a sister or a mother, that's a person, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's this really good protest, that's what you said. There's, do you know in Black Lives Matter in, um, in London, there was this protest and it said, mm. and it said, like, she is a sister, yeah. crossed out, she is a mother, crossed out, and yeah. it put, she is a person, yeah. that was the thing. Because just human beings, treat them like human beings. And if a female dresses a certain way, she's never asking for it. Like, that is, I hate that term, asking for it. How can you even think about being with someone if they don't give you their consent? So, Vinya Sharma, he was very thuggish. He got into a lot of fights. He enjoyed spending his time with um, a lot of girls. And he... Was a party animal. Yeah. Bawan Gupta was another individual that was held accountable. And also, Ashke Thakur. So, there was... Around a lot of men. There were six. Were six in total. Yeah, there were five, and then one juvenile. That's right. Yeah. Ashkar Ashkar Thakur. He was married with a child. There was also a juvenile, and he was age seventeen. They all came from quite deprived backgrounds, very deprived backgrounds, with no value for women. Four of them were actually sentenced to death. They had no fear or remorse in their faces. Ram Singh had actually killed himself. Which he is, hanged himself in prison. That's what they said. Allegedly. Allegedly hung himself. But, but people are saying that he was murdered. So we don't know. Yeah. Um. So to be raped was seen as even worse than being killed. If a woman is raped, they've in, in the documentary they were saying that it's like all, frowned her, upon, no, she, all her value yeah. has been taken from her. And... There's no kind of sympathy for victims. It's a very, very negative cultural value. The Indian government himself, themselves, like they've got a parliament of hundreds of people 
and in the in India's diary actually said that hundreds of these men uh have allegations that are against them or something. Is they've oh actually, yeah yeah remember yeah, actually, yeah. that if he said the, first you sentence these people in the parliament, and then worry about the rest of them. Exactly because there's already corruption. There's in the parliament. It's not even corruption. It's just the fact that you can't. You have to practice what you preach. If the law says you can't do something, and then the people who are meant to uphold the law doing something completely different. I mean, hypocrisy. It's hypocrisy at its finest. In February 2013, there were new laws that were brought in which strengthened existing ones to protect women. Protests continued for a month. There's been many gang rapes in India, but they never get any justice. It's mm. like the norm, the normality. That's what it's like, isn't it, in India? I feel like, yeah, when there is that fear, isn't there, that if you let your daughters out, they're going to get, like, and it shouldn't be like that, should it? It's horrible. The heinous act and the sickening brutality caused wide havoc and left India where victims are often blamed for rape and women's rights ignored. Protests broke out where university students rioted streets and others began to join for justice and freedom and protection for women everywhere against sexual violence. There is this kind of, do you know in the documentary, did you, do you remember the bit where they talked about in the poorer, poorer areas where these men were raised, that they see their daughters in the family get treated a lot less a lot less valued than the men so when a male gets a glass of milk just yeah, a full glass of milk example, yeah. and a man gets a full glass of milk and then the female she'll get half so them kind of things raise a man's ideology to think that he's better than a woman superior so then he can also do things to women and get away with them it's from a young age that they socialize to think of women as inferior and I was going to say something that slipped out of my head. If I remember, I'll say it. But um, it's just that kind of primary socialisation that impacts. It starts from um, the home. Definitely. Like, it's just... Then they need the education. They need re-educating on how to treat women, don't they? Yeah, a lot more va- emphasis needs to be pr- placed on respecting women. Oh, I was just going to... What I, re- I just remembered, <laughs> it was infanticide. So infanticide, what does that mean? it means when you kill babies. So in India, out of 1,000 babies that were killed, 999 of them were, guess what gender? Female. Yeah. So out of them 1,000 babies, 999 were female, which means that um, they're valued. Yeah, women, women are a lot less valued, which means that because in the family, if women are less valued... They don't want women. Mm. That means there's going to be loads of men and less women. So it's just these stereotypes and this misogyny and patriarchy. It's just, we can talk about this for hours, can't we, about the patriarchy. How men rule the world. Men control the world. And yeah, it's just really sad. But there is hope. There is a very lively feminist movement debating these issues that have stigma attached to them such as menstruation, the simplest things. But, and um, there have been some really milestone victories, such as the Supreme Court's decision to rule as unconstitutional. There's this triple talaq thing, which allows a woman, a man to divorce his wife by saying... Talaq, 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 talaq. Yeah, so... And he just divorced just like that? Yeah, it's such a... It's really uphill battle for equality to even be contemplated. It's really uphill. There are many men being brought up seeing their mother, as we said, doing all these household chores and daughters in poor families 
are expected to do these things, but men are not. And it's worse where these boys who who did this gang rape in the rural areas, which means that... They had no education. They were from poor backgrounds. Yeah, exactly. Their mindset was at work. That kind of mindset was fuel on the night of Jyoti's attack. That was the kind of fuel which led to this horrible fire, that kind of horrible mentality. And she was simply, she wasn't perceived as a human being with feelings and respect. She was just an object. To do with as they wanted. Um, As I said before, Nirbhaya, the word for fearless, was the name Jyoti became known as. And yeah, it's just, she was definitely fearless. She was an inspiration. I can... Yeah, she's someone that I would consider to be a role model to have that kind of strength that she kind of had. The bus driver Ram Singh was arrested after a few following days, his brother Mukesh Singh. Then there was the fruit seller Pawan Gupta. Then there was the gym instructor Vinny Sharma, the bus cleaner Akshay Thakur, and a juvenile 17-year-old boy, which we can't name, was arrested. In March 2013, Ram Singh died in Taha jail. He allegedly hanged himself. We said that before, didn't we? Yeah. Some say he he was murdered. Some say that he hanged himself. In September 2013, after a fast-tracked trial, Vini Sharma, 20, Akshay Singh, 28, Mukesh Singh, 26, and Pavan Gupta, 19, were all convicted of the heinous crime. And a judge sentenced them to death, which they deserve. 100%. I um, The death penalty is something that we are going to debate. That's what I agree <sighs> with. You don't agree with that? I know, because in this case, it's just hard to know 100%. In this case, they knew it, it was 100%. But in other cases, you don't know. And then people have been put to death who didn't deserve it. But in this case, I think death was a kind of easy way out. Like, they they got killed, okay, what's next? I feel like they needed maybe to rot in prison, in a horrible prison, and for them to maybe acknowledge their actions. Uh, they, but they didn't, did they? They no, had no remorse. They had no remorse and maybe rotting in jail for 10, 20 years would maybe have done that, I don't know. But it's just, they never apologised to but the But is it in America that they do electrocute? Is it electrocution? They used to, but it's not. Oh, they don't do that not, They do lethal injection in some states, yeah. but it's rare. They just get put on death row. I was thinking about the movie, um, is it lethal? When they use injecting himself? They do injection, yeah. I think only in, I don't think a lot of people get put to death anymore they just get put on death row well they should if they deserve it yeah it's horrible what they did just deserves no sympathy for the perpetrators and they their parents they're never ever going to be able to contemplate life they'll never get back to normal they're never going to get over this are they their own daughter yeah their own daughter but their mom she looked absolutely as you can she was torn to pieces, Think, absolutely devastated. Yeah, and, and the dad, father as well. The he was, was amazing as well. He was amazing because usually in India and these countries, the dad is usually the one with the backward mentality, but they seem like a team, the mum and dad, that just yeah. wanted to work hard to get their children in a better place. So, yeah. And that night, they didn't expect anything, anything like this to happen. All they were doing yeah. was going to watch a movie and then... Yeah, this happened. So, yeah, thank you for listening, you guys. We are just gonna next week we'll have another episode. Thank you guys for listening to this episode of Tizra and Tequila Talk. My name's Tizza. My name's Tequila. And please check us all out on check us all out. Check us out on all our socials. And yeah, we'll see you next Friday. At the same time. Please subscribe, like, comment. <laughs> <laughs> Every
listening. Do they like, subscribe, comment on podcasts? I'm not sure. I'm, uh, oh, wait, you just follow. And real is five stars on iTunes, please. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next time. Peace. Bye.